What's up, ladies and gentlemen of YouTube? Coming at you live through the power of stolen Whoa. catchphrases. Yeah, you can't. How say are you that. guys doing today? I I don't think it's trademarked. I oh, don't think so. Be, right. Plus, it's... you know, the reason Boogie's not here is because I ate Boogie. So you ate he's him. he's within me now. The catchphrase he oh. said that through me. The stones okay. are in me. Anyway, uh, speaking of of uh, great sci-fi movies, we just saw. Alita Battle Angel. And, uh, okay. Yeah, is that great, what we're going to call it? Well, okay. Look, maybe great sci-fi movies is a little bit strong, but I know people have, uh, in the past, they've gotten a little bit frustrated with us when all we do is dunk on a movie. So why don't we start with the good parts of the movie? Well, hold on. What? Before before we oh. jump into that, okay, we're okay. gonna we're gonna talk about the movie uh, Battle uh, Alita, Alita Battle, Battle Angel. Angel. Uh, spoiler free. For a few minutes, we're going to tell yes. you what we think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler free. That way, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, you still have a chance to go see it, and not have anything ruined uh, after that. And we will warn you well ahead of time. We're going to jump into spoiler talk and right. uh, we'll give you a time code to skip ahead. So you don't get spoiled on anything that mm-hmm. you don't want to. So uh, with that being said, how did you feel about this movie so spoiler free i'm I'm, like i said i'm gonna start with the good things about the movie okay Okay. and that way the people that are like i don't want to watch two fucking assholes just be negative about a movie that i liked you can just not watch the last half of the video that's okay with us won't hurt our feelings none spoilers for the spoiler section it visually very impressive okay the CG in it was uh, pretty creative, right? Yeah. I, I enjoyed the design on a lot of the cool robot cyborg stuff. Spoilers, there were robot cyborgs in the movie. Uh, technically, very impressive. There were pretty good performances by most of the actors and actresses involved, with some small exceptions. Uh, I liked the world that they inhabited. It was visually pretty interesting. Um, your turn, Jacob. What did you like about the movie? Uh, so I, I liked the visual design of a lot of the robots in the movie, but yeah. not a lot else. Uh, and I thought that, uh, this is the, the hard part of the, uh, of the review for us is what did we like about the movie? Yeah, I didn't like this movie too much. I didn't have, <laughs> I, I will say one of the things that I did like about it, this is kind of a neg against the movie is that, uh. My favorite part was how much I chuckled at Ooh, I chuckled the, a lot at the silliness of it. Yeah. And I don't know that the movie was trying to be silly, which made it seem even sillier. Uh it it definitely walked that line between taking itself seriously and not doing so, where sometimes it was like, "Oh, this is like, you know, you're supposed to turn off your brain and have a fun time." And then sometimes it was it was really trying to be a lot deeper than that and I don't know. Give me some kind of a message that I don't. I don't know why we we decided to go down that road for this particular film. Yeah, I don't know. So, so the basic story uh, here is that uh, this robot is suddenly uh, alive and has no memories and is uh, in a world that uh, she doesn't really understand, and she's trying to find out about her past. After having watched the trailer for this movie, I thought that's what I was going to enjoy about it, was there's going to be a bunch of cool robot fights. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be invested with in, in the robots as characters, so uh, I would 
enjoy the fights. I would I would like them a lot. And uh, there were several fights that I did like. Yeah, absolutely. And, Entertaining uh, to watch, you know. They were they were a lot of fun to watch. You know how uh, movies like Pacific Rim, everything's like big and, and and it just feels like CGI bumping into CGI. It doesn't feel like anything has any weight. Mm-hmm. This movie actually did a pretty good job of of making the things feel like they were hitting each other. Sure. Whenever yeah. they were like fighting and punching and hitting with weapons and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it felt like they were doing that. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, another good point about this um this has one of my favorite cyborg characters that i've ever met in a movie at i know all. exactly who you're talking about and uh he was uh, rad and very good and i wish honestly that the movie was about him I want, a I little want bit more the movie about him please maybe maybe that's what part two will be maybe that's what we'll see because so, the movie definitely leaves itself open for a sequel kind almost desperately like please we want to make a sequel to this film uh, uh and maybe we'll get one i mean people are seeing it people seem to enjoy it i don't know you know how well it's doing financially but uh james cameron's got a lot of money yeah robert rodriguez is a popular director yeah so i think we should go ahead and get into spoiler talk here because all right here's the time code the things, the things that i have to say are going to be spoilers so if you uh do not want to hear we're going to talk about major plot points, stuff like that. If you don't want to hear anything about that, click on this time code right now. Right now. Right now. Okay, right. Ellis. Right now. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so Jacob. let's let's talk about the plot of this movie. Yeah. So a the movie plot. starts. There's a plot. Okay, hold on. Wait. There a is a plot. I'm I'm there... being too harsh. There's definitely a plot to the film. The problem the problem here lies in that there's not an end to this plot. No. No, there's not. We are, we are given a setup where our character is naive and new to the world. She's the Luke Skywalker character, which gives mm-hmm. the uh, director, basically, or the writers, an excuse to explain things to the audience, right? That's the point of having a character who doesn't know anything and why you need that. Because otherwise, we don't know anything about the world. So they explain, you know, basically a couple of facets of like, yeah, we live below where all of the rich people live and it's bad down here. Uh, everybody plays a sport called motorball and everybody has cybernetic enhancements for some reason. And that was something that really distracts me is that it's the future. So a bunch of people go to, uh, our main character's father figure, Christoph Waltz. Uh, I do not remember his name. I, uh, Edo. Edo. Thank you. Uh, everybody goes to Edo for repairs for their cybernetic limbs. Why are there so many amputees in this world? I mean, Why does no everybody? Happen. Well, accidents happen now. There aren't uh, there aren't that many people walking around without arms. Okay, I, I have an explanation here. All right. Okay. So one one of the characters at some point during the many many minutes of just one character expositing to another how the world works, uh, one character explains that nobody's allowed to have guns. Yeah. So everybody's got swords. Right? Everybody's running around with swords. Well, one guy has a sword. Well, other, other people, people have have, swords. have some stuff. It's like a I lady mean, with weird scythe hands. How do you pick stuff up? She had scythe I, I feet. Actually, I actually have several several questions about how you think some of these robots live their normal everyday. Because presumably some of these motorball players are like, they go home and they like you know, hang out, right? And hang out and stuff, but like 
how are you gonna do that if you're 14 feet tall and your hands are saws i, t- I don't know it's the even explained doesn't... in the world that she needs to eat because she has a human brain and you gotta you gotta nourish that brain it's later discovered that she doesn't need to breathe, so I don't really understand that. If she needs to eat, why wouldn't she need to breathe? Yeah. But whatever, that's fine. <laughs> Sci-fi, you know, we invented the the Jigama what, and it's fine, right? I, I get it. They've got super oxygenated blood serum. Their blood is blue. Maybe it's because of all the oxygen in there just pumping you through the that vein. Was, that blue stuff was – I thought that was Powerade. I thought they were just pumping Powerade. Maybe they run on Powerade. Okay, Maybe. if this if this movie <laughs> – revealed to me that all the robots just run on Powerade, I'd be a little bit more into it. Because that's an example of not taking yourself too seriously. Right. Uh, yeah, if they, if they, 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 like, the fluids in their body were some sort of, like, electrolyte-enhanced mm-hmm. solution, then, but I don't, uh, that would be I don't understand better. how these robots live their, their everyday... Okay, okay, we, we keep using the word robots. They are cyborgs. It's very they're clear. Cyborgs. They're cyborgs. They're, they're part people. They're not just robots. They... There are they also robots brains? in the in the world, but all of the cyborgs still have to eat. How do you eat with saw hands? Do you take them off? Do you have regular hands Does that you put on you? at home? Does somebody just feed you? What are Maybe they just don't eat. Do you have like a a regular job? <laughs> I mean, in addition? they would make an, They would I think they're all criminals. It seems like so, everybody is a criminal. I they they so talk Alina, about like republic credits or whatever, but I I never saw anybody once pay with money. Uh yeah, I hadn't thought about that until just now. So Alita is uh, brought back to life by Doctor Ito. Mm-hmm. Uh, he finds her in a trash pile and decides he likes her. Yep. Uh, so he sticks the head that he found onto a robot body. And uh, brings her back to life. Whenever she wakes up, she yawns, which I thought was a very weird thing for a robot body to do. But whatever. You know what? Sometimes you yawn. So Alita starts wandering around the neighborhood and and meeting the people who live around her, including uh, the love interest uh, who is named Hugo, Mm -hmm. which is an interesting sci-fi name. Uh, Look, it's the Hugo Awards. That's literally the sci-fi award. And Vector, and Zapan, and... And Hugo. Hugo. So Hugo is, uh, is the... He takes an interest in Alita. He has no comment on the way her face looks. Nope. Nobody, nobody even reacts it. to the fact that she is the only character, the only cyborg lady who has giant eyes. Yeah, I, I guess... I, I mean, I don't know. Everybody treats it like it's, it's normal. <sighs> So I guess we're it's supposed super to super weird. It's super weird, but on the other hand, like there's also people running around with swords for hands. So maybe you got big eyes, eyes not that big of a ain't, deal. Ain't okay. that weird? Sure. I get that. I'm kind of I'm kind of on that side of it of like, eh, it's fine that she has big eyes. It's a little off-putting, but you know, I could see why characters wouldn't react to it. Sure. Uh so I kind of I kind of zoned out a little bit at this point because this oh, part yeah. of the movie was a lot of people walking around explaining things to Alita. Mm-hmm. They would just like point at something and the camera would pan around and you would look at a thing and they're like, that's the hunter killer. Hunter warrior? Hunter warrior. Is that what they're called? Hunter warriors? I think they're called hunter warriors. They're bounty yes. hunters. I don't know why. They're bounty hunters. They call them hunter warriors. 
so the the world that they live in doesn't have police mm -hmm. uh, it just has mercenaries that the uh the rich people hire right. to deal with people who murder people it doesn't seem like anyone else cares about any other crime just murder so I don't know what that's about. Maybe we just don't see any of that other crime. Maybe they have a shockingly low theft rate, you know? Maybe there's just nothing to steal. Maybe there's nothing to steal. I, I'm i not trying to get into the minutia of how this world works. Maybe that's explained more in the anime, which I don't, by the way, we should mention neither of us have seen the anime. So no, no, no. source material, we're, we're judging this solely on like as a, as a movie on its own. And it is... Even, you know, a little too nitpicky or unfair for, for us to start getting into, like, do people take, pay taxes in this world? How does this work? What is the what is the minutiae <laughs> yeah, no, of no. their system of government? Not going to get I'm into not that. Gonna, I understand yeah, worry about that that's kind of an stuff. unfair criticism. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the things that, that kind of made me zone out was uh, was Hugo, just in general. He is a, a, a goofy idiot. The character himself yeah. seems kind of goofy, and and the actor who played him, uh, I don't know. I don't think he knew what movie he was in. He doesn't really act like anybody else in the movie. No, he acts like he's in a in a Disney Channel original movie. Yes, and he's like the best friend of the main character, who's a little goofy and on the wrong side of things sometimes, but has a good heart. Yeah, he's got a heart of gold. He's got a something. <laughs> he's got a big dumb motorcycle is what he's got. He does got. have a big dumb motorcycle. Uh, so one of the other characters we're introduced to is uh, Jennifer Connelly. Mm -hmm. I don't remember her character's name. She's the one with the purple jewel in her forehead. Yeah, which I thought okay. was a fashion accessory. Turns out it's not. Movie. Turns out it is not. It's indicative of where Your she's heritage. From. Yeah, she's from the, uh, the above city called... Zorum? Oz Zoland? Zoland? Zoolander? She's from Zoolander, and that she's really upset because she's no longer in Zoolander, and she really wants to go back to Zoolander, so she's doing all kinds of stuff, you know, that's, uh, I guess not illegal, but maybe immoral? Uh, I'm really upset I can't remember the get name of the city because they said it a million To the floating city. Times. They do say it a lot. I don't understand why... It's, it's sort of glossed over why they had to leave, because Christoph Waltz, her ex-husband, just says, well, our daughter got sick, so we got kicked out. Yes. That I don't... is the reason that, uh, that she and Ido are both down here. Yes. Um, it, at this point, it's unclear what happened to the daughter. Uh, but Jennifer Connelly runs into Alita and um, has a weird reaction to her. Yes, because uh, she's in her... Her dead daughter's body. Yeah. Yeah, so Ido chose to uh, repair Alita using the body that he had made for their daughter that she did not get a chance to use. Right. Because a, a drug addict slash, a like, mega cyborg man comes in and, and just, like, randomly kills her on the way out of the room. <laughs> This is that that happens in a flashback. That fucking way scene is so bad, man. But it was a very it was a weird scene of of a guy coming in and punching a bunch of like glass to, to steal drugs because that's what he wants. Drugs for uh, some reason. And Ido confronts him to tell him to stop. And uh, Ido's daughter is in the background of the junkie. Runs past Ido and bumps into the daughter, killing her. 
Well, I, yeah, I mean, he was real strong, and he hit her once, and that was it. It was done. Well, the the reason that they had this guy kill her and not, like, her disease or, or whatever is uh, Ido was like, oh, it was my past coming back to haunt me. I was right. I was enhancing these these guys who weren't using their enhancements for good. They were using them for evil. And so I made this guy super strong, and then it came back and bit me in the ass. Mm -hmm. So, like, I see where they were coming from with it, and maybe it just kind of got lost in editing. Maybe. Uh, um, it, it was It was just... Most uh, of the, like, kill shots or, or things sort of happen off camera, so it is a little bit unclear what actually ends up happening to her. Except when they don't. And that's definitely something I want to bring up is that Alita is the protagonist and there's this big sort of onus on like, hey, don't don't kill people or like, I don't want you to go out there and, and kill people. That's shitty, even though I do that for a living, I, I guess. So, so the hunter killers are, are bounty hunters. They uh -huh. Somebody gets accused of being a murderer. They find out about it. They go and kill them. Right. Back, I guess, is the yep. plan. Uh, so Ido uh, by day is a doctor and at night is a hunter killer. Mm -hmm. And Alita finds out about this and determines that she wants to go with him to help him out because she's good at fighting. Mm -hmm. She's sure that she's good at fighting. She gets into a fight whenever she follows him the first time to confront him about this uh, and has a flashback to a memory that she has left over. And she's like, this is the way that I'm going to find out about my past. This it's is who I am is by continuing to fight people. So mm -hmm. I want to go with you. And uh, Ido does not want this to happen. He doesn't want her to to hurt people. Right. So she she does it anyway. So she does it anyway. She murders so many people. Her, her fucking kill count I mean, in that movie is higher than any other characters. Now, it's not like, you know, she's just being a dick. They're all trying to kill her. But in, in most PG-13 movies, in most scenarios like this, they just sort of, like, knock them out or throw them away so that they can just sort of, like, go be injured off camera or whatever. She's, like, throwing people into, like, giant grinders and, like, cutting them in half. She stabs a dude in the eye socket. I don't know how he doesn't die from that. Yeah, His he head fine. is human. He was totally fine. I think that I think that there are a lot less human parts on some of these cyborgs than the movie let on. Okay, they, just just because of the things that happen to them whenever they they uh, get damaged and and hurt. At one point, she like cuts a guy's face. He has like yeah. a, a human face, and she cuts his face with with a sword, and it cuts off the like front part of it, which was super weird looking and fucked mm -hmm. up. But underneath, it was just like robot parts. It wasn't like a regular human face. Things like that, it's like, well, yeah, he's probably fine, but no, throwing the guy in the grinder, that guy died. That guy's super dead, right? That guy's, guy's like ultra, ultra dead. dead. Now, they are bad guys. I... It is set up within the story that these people chasing her are all wanted, and she's a hunter-killer, and so she's like, well, I, you know, I'm going to do my job mm -hmm. and, and kill these people, I guess, is her plan. So, uh, so, uh, so Jennifer Connelly wants to get back to the and uh she works for a man who promises that that will happen uh he makes a similar promise to hugo as well mm -hmm. uh as long as they continue doing their shady pseudo illegal activities uh to further the sport of motorball yeah motorball it's called i think motorball. it's called motorball uh the, so the ball have, does not the, have a motor there are two <laughs> well we don't know that 
I guess so. That's that's the most ambiguous sport I've ever seen. You just there like, are there are skate two, in a circle. There are two instances of motorball in the movie. All right, and the first one is done by regular humans with rocket skates. I think is what they have. Motor skates. That's why it's motorball. Motor they hold a little remote and they press a button and it makes them go. Yep. So it turns out because Alita is a super strong cyborg who is fighting regular old humans. Uh, that she just like knocks him around and is not a problem at all, and yeah. she's very good at motorball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now she feels that she is destined to be a good motorballist. Motorballist, Motor- motorballer, motorballer. That's pretty good. I, like I think that it's one. motorballer. So the second instance of motorball in the movie happens uh, way later, mm-hmm. um, where I think so. Hugo. Hugo needs to, money, and she's going to go win a bunch of Sky money. City, and she decides she's going to play motorball to win the money so they can both go to the Sky City. Mm-hmm. Because I think at this point they've determined that you just need money to get there. Mahershala Ali's character said, oh, if you give me a million dollars, I'll send you up to the Sky City. Yeah. And so Alita's like, no, we're in love. Uh, we love each other. So I will go and do the motorball thing, win a bunch of money, and we'll both get there even though nobody has told her that she can go right like or that that would be okay at all so the second uh motorball scene happens at this point uh and Mahershal Ali has determined that he wants Alita to die mm-hmm. I'm unclear as to why I don't know why because then they're gonna go get her heart she's got like a super special heart that's the MacGuffin okay. is she's got this like crazy okay. powerful heart and so they're gonna go get it I don't understand why they threw it out in the first place. It must have been a mistake. But I don't know how you make that mistake, because even when she's not Alita, she doesn't look like anything else in the entire world because she's got big eyes. How did you end up in a trash dump? So, uh, so Mahershal Ali, uh, Vector, that's the character's name, Vector, plants a bunch of uh, other hunter killers and also just criminals like other bad guys uh into this motorball fight to kill alita and at this point uh she has gotten a new body that is uh, far upgraded from the last one uh that got destroyed in a fight suck it Uh, christoph waltz sorry about your (laughs) daughter's dead body but i got a better one now he seemed to not he didn't really care yeah he was fine multiple times he's like eh let her go (laughs) Eh. I got other daughters, I guess. That one died. Clearly wasn't a good one. So she has an upgraded body, and uh, the motorball fight is her just kicking everyone's ass. Yeah, she there's just sort of like, kills all of them. There's not like a moment of, you know, tension where, oh, maybe she's not going to win this fight. No. She just completely kicks all of their asses. Which is true of basically every single fight she's in except for one. Yeah, which is the one that destroyed her her last body. Right. That she still won anyways. Yeah, she definitely still she, wins she, that fight. She won that fight with, with one arm. Hand. With one oh. hand and no legs. No. <laughs> one hand and no legs. Somehow she, she wins Somehow the fight. she gets him. Uh so that's the second scene of Motorball. Now having seen uh two times characters play Motorball, I don't know how you play Motorball. Uh, you get the ball and then you kill each other. 
Okay. The ball Do you seems... kill each other with the ball? Sometimes. Really, anything goes in, in motorball, okay? Uh, the ball seems to be very tertiary to we're going to put some cyborgs in a half pipe and they're going to murder the hell out of each other. And that's the sport. <laughs> Somehow, not... you win? This is not a bad sport. Honestly, <laughs> like, I, I kind of get it. If they're like, oh, we have a blood sport, we dress it up as if it's like a... You know, like, oh, you get the ball and you put it in the you thing You gotta put it in the thing over points. there. Everybody go in, in a circle to the right. It's just cyborgs murdering each other. Like, all right, I get that. You know, yeah. that's how you want it to be, fine. It would be a little bit weirder if they were just like, we cybernetically enhance all these people and teams spend millions of dollars, credits, whatever they have, to make Units. this guy the best fighter and then he gets killed or whatever and they're just like out millions of dollars. Like, that would be weird. If that's how it worked, I guess so. so. I guess you I, dress it up like this, man. Okay, this this brings up another point, and this is uh, one of the things that all all these like nitpicky things aside, this really does bother me about the whole film. It's very unclear what the stakes are for basically any conflict within it, because characters are constantly like getting cut in half or losing limbs. And they replace them just as easily, but it's always treated as though it is this big deal, right? Whenever somebody yeah. like, you know, oh, the, this cyborg lady gets cut at the waist, she, her face is like, oh, I'm dying. But you're already robot down there. <laughs> yeah. What is the deal? Di- you're fine, right? Like you're going, it seems like you're going to be fine. Alita was found as basically just nothing but a head and like a little bit of neck. And they put her back together like it was no big deal. So I, I don't understand how anybody gets hurt when when uh, one of the main bad guys, what is his name, Geppetto, the bounty hunter dude, G- Gachapon. Gotcha. It's Gachapon Geppetto Zampanon. Uh, he he gets Wait, his Zipon's face cut off. Guy. Is Zipon's that a different guy? Who is the fucking bounty hunter There's... with the sword? I don't remember Zipon. anybody's name. Okay, Zapon is who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, the big, the big buff robot, which is oh yeah, his name is John Grisham, I believe. <laughs> yes, I think that's correct. That's not who I'm talking about. Uh, when when Zapan gets his face cut off and he's like really, really upset about it, can't you just get that put back on? I mean, maybe there's like a like a monetary thing. I, I mean, it's like I, this was really expensive. And yeah, but you're I like a super badass bounty hunter. He's like he's the best one. Surely he can afford it. I guess. Maybe it was really difficult to get it the way that he that it looks now. I don't, I don't know. It's it's pretty unclear, honestly. Like a lot of a lot of the stakes are are very unclear. Uh, when we're not sure what is going to be fatal to any of these characters. exactly, like what is what is permanent damage and what that means in a movie that is primarily centered around action and fight sequences. I have a hard time getting invested in them because it seems like you could basically recover from any injury except the ones that you can't for for whatever reason so, for some like reasons you just sort somebody's of somebody's head kind of comes off and that's the end of them yeah sometimes it comes off and they get another body and, and it's they're fine. and they're just fine because that that happens to hugo towards the end of the movie yes they have to trick the the weird crab leg robots the you have 10 seconds to comply Man, robots fucking from RoboCop, RoboCop things. Yeah, what? <laughs> Why the do they exist in this world? They're so they... slow and impractical when other people are flying around on wheelies. 
So they they are like uh, enforcing a a hit on Hugo, and Zapan wants to kill him, and and Alita saves him by cutting his head off and then hiding it in her coat. Yep. And but she hooks she, it up to her heart, blood, her or tubes, her tubes. She, she puts her tubes in there? You know, because I, I don't know if you guys are, are doctors, but after my many years of medical training, I learned that really in here, it's basically just, just like two tubes sticking out. And if you've got the appropriate serial ports to just jam in those USBs, you're going to be just fine. That's all your brain needs, really. Just hook up those just... two tubes to his fucking torso. What? Well, to his neck. He I guess so, yeah, to his neck. Coming out of his neck. And his head was just like cradled in her jacket. She's just or holding it. Oh, and she shows the head, but she covers the tubes and they're like, yeah, he must be dead. Yeah, he's got to be dead. She's got. has got to be dead. Look, she's holding his, his head, head in her pocket. Weirdly, she's got to be dead. That's not weird at all. Uh, that's and then uh, he gets taken. Uh, so just just the head, and it gets put on a robot body. Yeah, and he's fine. And he's fine. They he's fill totally it back cool up with, with power aid. Yeah, and it's fine. Make so, sure like, the the tubes are connected. Once, once your head is attached to the robot body, maybe that's the point where if the head gets detached, you die. Because I, the, the I don't know. lady at the beginning, uh, Alita kicks her head off and she dies. I guess so, yeah. She also kind of crushes her skull. And so, like, I could see that. That makes sense, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, I you guess know, so, if you're Because yeah. Alita's like, I'm all robot, except I've got a human brain. So if that gets damaged, then it makes sense that she would die. Fucking, why does nobody wear a helmet? If that's your only vulnerable part, they have, like, all this armor on their already metal bodies. Nobody wears a goddamn helmet. <laughs> There's, like, the gearing up scene for the motorball where Alita, who is who is a cyborg with robot parts, is, like, putting padding on them. Like, those motherfuckers have guns and saw blades, and you're putting, like, a rubber shoulder pad on I... to your metal body. She gets this special body from a crashed ship. That's ancient technology that we can't make anymore, and it's like fucking indestructible vibranium nanotech or whatever. And they're like, "Yeah, you better put some knee pads on. We don't want you to get hurt out there <laughs> when you're playing murder ball." So uh, we need to talk about Nova. So he is introduced as a character who takes over other people to talk through them. Right. This happens to Vector and to John Grisham. John Grisham couple of times mm -hmm. uh, it's unclear what his goal is other than he wants alita's heart and also her dead but mostly her heart but i guess he threw her away and was like oh no i left that super heart in there i i don't know that he threw her i mean okay listen those are questions <laughs> to be answered in the other movies that are going to come out that i'm definitely not watch uh, so, so uh, Hugo Nova is introduced as a character who wants Alita dead. He wants the technology for himself. For reasons. Back. For reasons. It's unclear. Uh, so he is the, the the real puppet master pulling all of these strings. They kind of, I think the the movie wanted to set up like, a, oh, you think that like, you know, the, the top of the, the pyramid is Vector and he's the real bad guy, but then there's got to be like, or, or it's like Goshpon and then it's Vector and then it's the, you know, there's like several characters that it keeps going like, this is the real bad guy. Mm -hmm. This is the real bad guy. And uh, I feel like we were supposed to be like surprised by all of that. Uh, there's a scene where um, uh, a, a group of like hoodlums 
tackle a cyborg and like uh uh shock him cut him up for parts and then cut and cut his parts off and then they're like wearing like masks and stuff and then one of them like pulls the mask down and it's hugo the whole time oh my god he was the real bad guy but it looked like hugo the whole fucking time so it was was not it was always hugo you could like see his hair you you could see who it was and then he like tells the parts to vector and you're like oh vector's the real bad guy uh one of the other things that happens in this movie uh every character has the remarkable ability to just be in every scene with every other character no matter where they're at so alita and hugo are on the run hugo's hiding out and jennifer Connolly just like shows up and is there with them and she like video calls vector on her it looked like a nokia phone yeah did it look like a nokia it's a it's a future nokia phone okay I, I actually, if it was a Nokia phone, I would kind of like that. If it's like the the uh, war destroyed everything in the world, but Nokia phones survived, still around, still around. Uh, just you know, every character is always in every scene with every other character, despite being in like random places. Yeah, there's just like a a, a hundred. How did you know that they were gonna go there? That Alita goes and like beats some dudes up, and then Ido just shows up there to be like uh oh we uh we can't be fighting i'll bet alita's here i bet she'd go to that hunter killer bar i know that to fight people and then they're there kind of arguing about it for a second and the gosh pond shows up and he's like i'm here to kill alita well how did you know how does everybody know may okay maybe in that instance it's implied that uh zeppetto what is what is dude's name the guy who cuts who gets his face cut off with the sword. Zapon. Zapon. Zapon like goes and calls him on a payphone or whatever. It's like, hey, John Grisham, she's here. She she yeah. broke my nose and I'm really upset about it. Would you come and just take come care of this her. for me, please? Uh that was that was odd. Um it, I guess it kind of moved the story forward pretty quickly. Cause I will say, there wasn't a lot of like dead air in this movie. No. It like I wasn't bored, and that's that's something really important. Was happening, yes. And whether or not I was confused by it is a whole different thing. But there was something always happening in the movie. Yeah. Sometimes it was me trying to figure out what motorball is, or how I was that works. I was often confused, but I was never bored. And that's kind of how I want to wrap this up, if you don't mind. Uh, I, I don't think that it's a boring movie. It's not. I don't know, a great example of cinematography and film, but it was entertaining. Uh, I was entertained by it. I I laughed a lot. Uh, Chuckled, I guess I should say. I didn't, like, laugh out loud. It wasn't like, oh, this is so so dumb and ridiculous, because it Mm -hmm. definitely wasn't that. There was just a lot of little things here and there. And the the last little bit was the most frustrating part to me, honestly. You mean the uh, ending or lack thereof? Well, let's kind of lead into that. So... (laughs) Hugo has, he's got his robot body now. He's like, you know what? I'm going to the Sky City no matter what. And so he runs up the cable that is like attached to the Sky City, attaching it to the ground. Mm -hmm. Alita is chasing him, trying to stop him and convince him not to do this because it's a bad idea. Because like, how how would, what's your plan at this point? I I gotta walk up up the, I gotta get there. Just gotta get there who has been revealed to be just a human being with, like, weird goggles, uh, presses a button, which I don't know why this would be button-operated at all, uh, to activate the defense ring on the cable, and uh, Big Blade starts spinning and going down the cable, 
and uh, they both try to jump over it, and Hugo fails, and his body gets all cut up, and uh, he falls off the cable. Alita tries to save him, but she fails, and he just falls into the clouds. Yep. And is presumably dies. Right. Immediately after falling into the clouds, they do, like, a still shot, like a wide shot on the, the sky, and they do, like, a time-passing, like, day-night, day-night, day-night thing uh, for a while, and then the motorball announcer comes in and is like, oh, it's just been a couple of months, and Alita's such a badass. She's growing up, going up through the ranks of motorball, and she's going to get that final champion spot and get up to the sky city or whatever. And then we get a scene of her in, the, like, the locker room prepping for a fight, and she's got her sword, and she, like, cries a little bit for her dead boyfriend. And then she goes out and to the arena, and everybody cheers for her, and she points her sword at the sky... And then the I'm movie coming ends. for you, and then the movie is just over. And then that's the end of the movie. That's it. There's nothing else. There's nothing is resolved or explained. I mean, it's, her boyfriend died. Her, I mean, I guess that counts as resolution <laughs> or something. He he won't be in the second one. I that you know what improvement. Maybe he will. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they'll find a way to make him a whole rope. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I mean, she fell from the sky and she was fine. I was extremely disappointed. So whenever she points her up at the sky city uh it do we get a shot of uh of nova with his little goggles on mm-hmm. and he like takes them off to like smile as if he's like hey, hey, hey like you're really gonna get me i was really disappointed that he didn't take them off and then have like really 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 tiny eyes <laughs> uh so did you did you notice who um who nova was played by i did it was edward norton for some was reason edward, edward what norton? a fucking waste of edward norton <laughs> i mean like i mean he Presumably, he's he's going to be in more of the movie. I, I mean, if they make more of them, right? But in this yeah. case, he doesn't deliver a single line. He just no. reveals his face one time. That's that's all of it. And kind of smirks. And kind of smirks. I bet it, I bet it was even the body double that pressed the button. Probably. Because we just saw a hand in that shot. It probably wasn't even actually Edward. I want to know how much Edward Norton is, was paid for that movie. How uh, much does it cost... To just get Edward Norton to, like, smirk in a camera one time. Because, I mean, like, if it's a reasonable price, maybe we can swing. Yeah. That'll Join be us our, next our... time, the next episode of the Big Stack Podcast, <laughs> where we will have famed actor Edward Norton's face for about two seconds on camera. That will be our guest, and we can't wait to see you guys there. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Big Stack Podcast, this uh, boogie-less episode. The boogie list uh, episode. The boogie list episode. Uh, speaking of boogie, go check out uh, his stream on twitch.tv slash boogie2988. I think uh, his YouTube channel is also a similar URL, but with the YouTube in front. You can check out me and Ellis at uh, twitch.tv slash big underscore breakfast if you want more of us. We stream four days a week and we just chit chat about other stuff. Uh, if you are interested in it, in supporting this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash thebigstackpodcast and check that out. See if there's anything there that is interesting to you. Other than that, thank you so much for giving us your ears. We will see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>